What's up, guys? Before we go into the episode, I just want to give a heads up that there won't be any background music or fun stuff because I'm away from my editing computer, and I just couldn't figure out how to do this in a good way, in an efficient way here, but I need to get the episode out, so just going to go ahead. It's a great episode. You're going to love it, but you know, just want to say that in case you're wondering where the fun special background. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Running Things Considered. It was kind of a stressful day for Avery, a stressful day for Zane. Very. So, but you know what? I'm really excited for this episode because this is this is an Instagram page. Well, I, I say Instagram page. That's how I found out about it, but they're more than that. Zane. Yeah. They're more than that. bigger than that. They are a, a nonprofit, unofficially. I don't know if that's official or not, but they, they don't make it a profit. And they sponsor elite athletes in a very creative way, which I absolutely love. And you know what? I'm just going to introduce them in case you guys know, and then I'll, I'll explain exactly what they do. It's Bell Lab Track and Field, everybody. We have Brent and Reed in the chat. In the chat. How's it going, guys? Hey, hey, guys. <laughs> going well, going well. Thanks for having us on. For sure, for sure. So now to explain exactly what Bell Lab Track and Field is. Um, so they started in 2015, and they had the idea to, I guess, allow pros. Uh, and then if I get anything of this wrong, you can just correct me to allow, allow pros, um, not, not like the top of the top of the country, but, you know, people who were, who were on, you know, like, let's say, you know, Oregon track club, people were sponsored by these big companies to say, if they had like a kit from like a few years ago to say, Hey, you guys have a platform and I want to see if I can get this Tim and elite Jersey, whatever, and sell it online. You know, can you guys help facilitate that? And, you know, and hopefully I can get as much money as possible to further my career since, you know, a lot of times, you know, pro running doesn't pay that great. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. I know. A lot of people don't believe me. I'm You're serious. You're a millionaire. <laughs> I am. You have made twenty million this week from running. Literally. 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 And without even selling my jerseys. Nope. Which is insane. Selling Mizuno masks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so they're kind of like the StockX or Grail of track and field. Um, and and yeah. So we were we were talking earlier, and and they were saying about how they've. One thing, one thing that I want to bring up so you guys can hear is that they said that they they sold a jersey for what was it like two two thousand yeah twenty five hundred dollars yeah that's that's absolutely insane so kind of like 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 walk us through kind of how, like how how it started yeah for sure for sure so I'll kind of introduce a little bit like basically I think you nailed it right like we're able to like sell um, really unwanted gear or use gear. Or, uh, really just extra gear that pros have lying around um, to to make a little bit of extra money. Um, as you kind of joke there, obviously, um, anything kind of helps there. And uh, they get a ton of gear, uh, but not necessarily a ton of money. So we can convert that here for them. And uh, we don't take a, a cut or anything like that. And it's a way for us to kind of stay relevant. Um, but uh, that's a little bit uh, what we do. Um, but uh, I'll go ahead and kind of pass it to Brant to Kind of tell the the bell app story and kind of where we're at and hopefully where we're headed yeah avery you joked that we're a not-for-profit we are an llc because we had our not-for-profit denied by the government so nice. i was gonna say if you if you have that llc uh set up or if you have the nonprofit status it's different but yeah, we applied for the not-for-profit and got denied. I don't know. NFL can get it, but we can't get it. I know. That's, I Wait, is the NFL a non-profit? I talk about this all the time. The NFL says that they're a non-profit, dude. That's the most what, what, what's like? What's like the tag? Are they like promoting fitness? Like, what is that? I don't know. <laughs> they give back to the community. 1% write-off. It's a 1%ers write-off. Yeah, yeah exactly. that's true. Yes. That's true. 
but no, how we got started uh, or what, what was the inspiration is our youngest brother, um, you know, coming out of college, uh, his, his senior year broke four in the mile, which was dope. Like absolutely like went to Boston, broke four in the mile. Classic. And yeah, right. I joke that it's five <laughs> meters short and he's you like, don't say that after my KPRS, Rob. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> but afterwards, uh, Reed, Reed and him were out at the trials and they were, uh, talking to, um, a couple coaches out there and they ended up giving the baby brother a shot, uh, running professionally. And it was a small contract, mostly gear, which, you know, is pretty common in the, yeah. the running world. Um, and, you know, a year and a half, 18 months later, he had to give it up because, you know, when you're making, he's working a full-time job and standing at a running store all day, like classic, just classic yeah. pro life, store, right? Make it work. Yeah. Right. Um, and he was back home for Christmas and we were talking to him and he said, man, I wish I just would have, we were like, what could you have done? And he goes, I could have just sold all that gear they gave me. And I was like, well, let's do it. And so kind of started on facebook and ebay and we were like why are we paying these fees on ebay let's just like sell it straight through facebook and instagram and instagram was starting to blow up right around 2015 so yeah yeah that's where it kind of gravitated towards and then he told like we were like we're not taking a cut the only thing we charged was like the shipping cost like we took out the shipping and so he told other peers about it and you know got a bunch of middle distance people that were giving us stuff and then the word just kept traveling from there so, so, it was, so it's so it was really like like a word of mouth kind of thing that's pretty cool that's a great idea I, yeah so we try and reach out to people but like imagine this like we hit you up hey avery this is brant and reed at bell lap we want you to send us all your extra gear <laughs> for free like we're not going to pay you ahead of time we'll sell it and send you back the money how's that sound <laughs> yeah. no, I mean, I, I think yeah. for a struggling runner, it may sound all right, but yeah, it, it if you have 20 followers on Instagram, it looks a little sketchy. Yeah. Yeah. It's still sketchy, right? It still sounds way too good to be true. Like what's the catch here? There's no way these guys are doing it for free. And luckily Reed and I both have full-time jobs that, that pay us well. And we have the, the flexibility to get this um, done ahead of time, like before, our, before we start our work day. So um, that's where it started. Um, and, and how much time does it, does it like take, take of your day, you know, or like how, or is it just kind of like a hustle, you know? It's, it's like filling in the blanks. Like when we yeah. had time, like I was in between meetings today, I was uploading, um, gear for, for Friday. So we do two drops on Friday or Tuesday and Friday, but like taking photos and, and uploading like the, the items um it takes a little bit of time but you just kind of like make it work and it's something fun to that like brant and i do together and like i said on top of like staying relevant um but shoot it's it's probably more time than i care to admit it's a it's probably we it's, talk about it all the time it's a it's a, a very high topic of discussion so because <laughs> yeah. we do we try and do our best to like hit up anybody and everybody that DMs us. Like we get, we had a junior high kid today that was hitting us up. He wanted uh, one of the Space Jam logoed singlets that we did. Um, and we were like, all right, let's see if we can find one more for him. So we ended up finding one for him. Um, and he's like, all right, I'll get my mom to pay. And it's, <laughs> it's just so funny. 
Yeah. I, the conversion on teenagers is it's either Dude, yes or it's no. So you funny. gotta get them. <laughs> it, it, it's so funny. One time I uh since I, I I did like a little merch shop a while ago, and so I sold all my stuff, and maybe about like two months later, I got a message from my credit card company, just like uh uh, no, no. I got a message from Shopify that their credit card company was disputing the charge. They were like, they were like, yo, this is, this is a fraudulent charge. Like I didn't pay this. And it was like, clearly the mom's credit card. It was like <laughs> Betsy white or something, whatever. And so I'm like, well, I have to dispute this. I have no idea how to do it. So they gave me this whole form and I need, I need to like upload evidence that it wasn't fraudulent. So I emailed the guy on like, I don't know. I think it was like go, go power rangers at yahoo.com or <laughs> yeah, something. I little kid. It. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Hey, like, did you like, buy this and did you get it and he's like yeah it's great i really like it <laughs> and so i just screenshotted that little bit sent it to his credit card company and they were like wow. all right thumbs up he thought that like, <laughs> avery bartlett his hero was reaching out but in yeah. actuality he was just trying to get it for the credit card yeah i'm just trying to prove it You're so ruthless. yeah i get that <laughs> um but yeah i mean that's great i, I will say that it is a lot easier with a website to actually get people to like like the kind of the, the young people to actually like commit because before we were going everything through instagram so like could you imagine like ask your mom like hey you know i was talking with this instagram page can you send them money and especially like we were doing like venmo and like paypal and we always yeah, ask people yeah. to do like family and friends so we don't get hit with a fee so like i can't believe the amount of like sales that we did that way like it all it, the amount of work that we were doing on the back end at the beginning is just it's bewildering to me like i, I can't believe it did that. I used to joke with my dad, like, there is no way that if I'm in high school or junior high and I go to my dad and I'm like, dad, there's this page on Instagram that's selling this. Can you send them a hundred dollars? And they promise they're going to send it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I was, when I did the clothing brand, when I first started, before we like got into a lot of brick and mortar stores, I was like all through Instagram DMs and all that. And I was like, you can meet me here if you don't want to pay the fee. Otherwise, there's going to be like a fee that I'm going to have to charge you more so I can cover myself. Yeah. Um, like the Squarespace fees and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty ridiculous. But you've hustled and you and I have a website. So that yep. seems to have worked out on that end. Um, so Reed handles, Reed knows more about the money aspect. Like he handles all the, uh, the accounting piece of it. And I do most of the social, like creating the, the posts and, um, you know, doing some hype, uh, some of the videos, like we did a, a Mario video, which was really cool. Oh, okay. Um, we're Mario, like, like hit the question mark box and then oh. like a mushroom came out. And then when he jumped and hit the mushroom, the singlet like appeared on his oh, chest. So that was fun. That's, that's some, that's some magic right there. You guys are getting TikTok famous. That's right. The guy here. <laughs> <laughs> I will not admit how long that took me for that 15 <laughs> What, what, what software did you use? A uh, paint. No, <laughs> no, you didn't. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was. I mean, it was a. It was multiple that. software, so it was. It was a combination of Paint, Photoshop, and then iMovie. Because like I don't know how to do animation, okay. so I was just doing like still frame <laughs> screenshots, basically. Like wow. that probably took a long time. <laughs> Dude, it was like eight <laughs> hours. <laughs> tried to like show me how to do some stuff he like came over was like and this is how you make the video flip and i was like oh, what <laughs> no, but that was like <laughs> i know i don't want to talk about that was like, yeah. okay anyways <laughs> so let's get into the the juice of this podcast starting off with me and zane's really original idea uh uh that we do in podcasts it's speed round questions hey, wait, you're telling me i'm this is a legitimate question to you this is not an original thing 
I see it's it's pretty common. Lightning yeah. round, Did we, speed round. Well, yeah, but like you know, whatever. We we make it our thing though. They don't do it like we do. It. Okay. They don't do it like we do it. So you know, I've said so, you know it's a speed round question. We have twelve questions. We're gonna give it to you, and you guys can interrupt each other. Just say the first thing that comes to your mind. Or or, or, or we could say we'll start with Brant, and we have twelve. So each of y'all will get six. How about we do that? We can alternate. Yeah. Sounds like a better idea. Yeah. Everybody because you're a teacher. Time. You know how to organize people. Oh, I was just like, shut up. Everybody scream. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I can't do it. Screaming killed. Well, here's, here, I will say before we get into this. Did that, that just trigger you a little yeah, bit? Oh, like, I was like, um, are you serious? So today when I was like doing the tutoring and stuff, I was over at the kid's house. He was like screaming. He was playing rap music off of his like uh, jam box thing, like as loud as he possibly could. And I was like, I have an interview with IBM later. And this is what I'm freaking doing. <laughs> like, my life couldn't be any more different in the next five hours. I like, was like back home 30 minutes after I like taught with this kid screaming at me. I was like, yeah, cloud software. Great. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways. Uh, all right, Brent, since you are on top of our screen here, we'll start with you. So alternating, we have 12. Each of you guys will get six. Um, are you ready? Yeah. Chris Chavez, cue the music. Um, I thought it was Jeopardy music a few months ago. It turns out it wasn't. Nope. Jeopardy. Minute to win it. Minute. Nope. Not millionaire. Millionaire. It must be millionaire. It must be millionaire. Minute to win it. <laughs> we also use minute to win it. <laughs> oh, do we? Yeah. Okay. Anyways. I don't know. I don't know how to do that stuff. Um, all right. Favorite track athlete? Uh, Craig Ingalls. Nice. Reed, uh, favorite track event? 800 meters. That's the correct answer. I wouldn't have accepted anything else. Um, Brent, favorite Jonas brother? Who? Uh, Nick Jonas. Good call. Who? I, that's the only one I know. Only one. No Jonas. That's the one. That's that's why I went with it. No uh, Jonas is a layup, man. Joe, uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know. I, I will say 95% of these questions that I write, I do not know the answer to. <laughs> uh, I don't know the I don't know the answer to this next one. How many laps on the track would, would the 50K race walk be? Just guess. You said 50K? 50K. Quick math. Right? Yeah. Oh, uh, 225. 25 times 5? 25. 10K, 10K is 25 laps. Yeah, times. So no, no, no. Sorry, sorry. 125. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, okay. Matt. I was that like, was Matt. man, maybe your math. Is, I was like, what is he doing to get there? I mean, I, I was gonna agree with you. You sound <laughs> confident. You're like 225. I was like, yeah, probably. Maybe it's more. <laughs> um, <laughs> best piece of gear you've ever gotten? Uh, I really like the 2019 Oregon Project stuff. R.I.P. I just think that that like oil it looks like oil on a on asphalt yes oh, yes, yes. It is i like insane. that one i like that one. insane there was a there was a uh, singlet on there we said we saw on the website it was like kind of like a like a, a bubble a bubble thing do you know what i'm talking about it's like a black like a it looked like a bulletproof vest almost yeah oh yeah that's a vest yeah it was a uh it's an ice vest it was like the, one of the coolest things that we ever got it was like it had like oh, an awesome that. too that's probably that was a 2007 yeah, like in Sacramento. Like it. Of, uh, Ash and uh, it's 2012, isn't it? From or is it eight from Beijing? Reed. Oh it's wow! Eight. Wow, cool. that is Dude, that's it fold, cool. folds up into a suitcase. It was so cool. Wow. Uh, all right. What? Wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> all right, all right, that's pretty cool. Um, how many countries are there in the world? 
225. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked it up. It's 195. No, there's, it's a, there's two answers. Two countries that are non-member observer states, the Holy See and the state of Palestine. So technically, Ooh. 193. You learn something every day, uh, unless you already knew that, which then you wouldn't have learned it. I did not. <laughs> Reed, we got a bunch to work on then because I think we only sent to 30 countries last year. Yeah. You guys have many more. You got you a lot have to 225 go. to go. You get bonus points for the state of Palestine, too. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys sell anything to Holy See, that would be fantastic. <laughs> that would be. <laughs> um, so Avery thought you guys initially were in Indiana, but I, you're in no, Illinois. No, I, uh, I did say Indiana. I meant to say You're in Illinois. Right. I misspoke. Well, you're both right. Yeah, so you guys are both right. Yes. Okay, well then that's good because my whole family lives in Indiana, and I um I just wrote worst thing about Indiana. What's the worst thing about Indiana? Oh, uh, well I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> I'll, just, <laughs> I'll say it. I'll say it. The KKK started here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It did in Martinsville, Indiana. That, that is, is correct. That is terrible. But like you know, that's the first thing when I moved to dad, Indiana. So my dad is from like Bumble. I mean, he's not that. He's very liberal. <laughs> But anyways, he went to Martinsville High School where like all that happened. John Dillinger actually went to that same high school. Pretty crazy. Played on the basketball team. Um, Is he a shooter? (laughs) Yeah, point guard. Um, You know, I've always thought about, they never, I don't know, do you know who John Dillinger is? He's like a famous robber, thief. Yeah, yeah, you like him. He has a movie. Yes, Dillinger, the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They never... (laughs) Dillinger. They they never found the briefcase of money. I think that would be something during COVID that I should have gone and done. Hey, you would, yeah. I would have cashed out. Um, Reed, what is your favorite conspiracy theory? (laughs) Uh, Oh, uh, pigeons are drones. Yes, birds aren't real. That's definitely the right one. Yeah. Hey, have you ever Uh, seen a baby pigeon up? I know that that is the argument. I haven't. I haven't. I've wow. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's funny because that's obviously a joke on Instagram, but there's like a lot of people who really is it really that. obviously a joke though. I don't know. They... <laughs> does, does burn? What, what is it? Does something melt steel? Whatever. Um, uh, Whatever. <laughs> what is the world record for the tallest human? This is. Crazy. Uh, he's from Illinois, I think. Actually, right. Yeah. Uh, like eight feet three inches. Ooh, no, he got the first taller than that. He's eight feet 11 inches from Alton, Illinois. Alton, he died in Illinois. That's crazy. They actually called we have this, we have the same names. They called him the tallest man who ever lived. They used to call me that nice, really. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Dude, Alton is Alton is down in. Down in Southern Illinois, man. That's where my family uh, is from, Metropolis, <laughs> Illinois. There you go. <laughs> um, who's who? Do you think is the highest paid track athlete? Now that you have sort of an, an idea of kind of gear and some stuff like that. Is this a lightning round? Yes. Okay, uh, I'm going with uh, Kipchoge because he just cleans up on the majors. Yeah, but probably. but the thing, but he, but he's Kenyans and they adjust for the Kenyan dollar. Do Nike, yeah, Nike, like like they were gonna offer. Um, I think I heard this. This is also a rumor, so I'm not, you know, I'm just saying this because I heard it through the grapevine or whatever. But I heard when um, Cesarek was graduating, um, 
that Nike was only offering him like 20,000 because that's like the Kenyan contract of how much he'd be worth based on his times. Interesting. But he was, you know, so I think that's one of the reasons why he went to the Skechers. I would have guessed Rupp because he was American. Yeah. I mean, Bolt, when Bolt was around. Uh, but I mean, definitely. You definitely said, Bolt. Yeah. He had a freaking car sponsorship. I always think that that's the craziest thing mm-hmm. in the world. Dude, Mo Farah is sponsored by a, uh, like the port of Djibouti or something. <laughs> yeah, I he's a, like real laundered dollars going in that. Dude, that's like, those are those uh, free ports where yeah. people keep like t- physical, uh, tangible objects that like pieces of art and rare cars that never leave. They say they want to own it, but they don't want to pay tax on it. So they keep it in the free wow. ports. There's like a mattress firm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. They're, they're yeah, over yeah, here. Yeah, Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was going to say Sydney, Sydney McLaughlin. That's a good yeah. call. I, I like that actually answer. Is good. I yeah, like that. I actually answer. saw that even mm. just on like a, a New Balance like store over here, it's not like it's like for old people. It's not like a cool New Balance like flagship store. Um, that she's just like the whole side of the store. That's insane. Yeah. That, I saw her like on a Gatorade bottle when I was in like the gas station one time. Like wow. insane. Yeah, I've seen that too. Good for her. Reed and I were at the race where her and uh Delilah at the USA's when her and Delilah um like went at it, dude. They're yeah. it, that's such an exciting race. Those two are phenomenal athletes. Oh, yeah. yeah, she also made the team. She was like 16 years old. Yeah. Um, what are you doing with your life, Zane? <laughs> I got two cats and I own a house. That's about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's going to happen with Tinnin, do you think? Pass. <laughs> okay. okay. I work, we work with, we I, work I, with Tin Man. Yeah, so. I can go. I, I think they're going to continue to have success and uh, everybody is going to do well and maybe they'll uh, have somebody uh, make the team. There you go. Like That's it. great because I actually, over the weekend, um, went camping and one of my friends who used to run for Tinman lives in this part of Georgia now. There's, and we went and chatted about it. So I think he feels kind of the, the same way. Um, and then this question is for both of you. We ask all of our guests, what is your favorite apple? Honeycrisp. I'm going with Granny Smith. Okay. Nice. Those are two of the most popular. Well, who said, somebody said Fuji. Fiji. Fiji. I don't know. It might be Fuji. I think it's Fuji. Fuji's the water. It's also a place, I think. Fiji is a, a place. place. Yes. Making sure. It's one of the 193 countries. That's that true. Member states. That's true. That's a, that's a definitely a member state. I can confirm that. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Avery, you wrote this first. So, okay. you talk. Okay, okay. So, and now we, we went through probably the, the, the slowest speed run of all time. Just okay. stuff to talk about. We like to do that. Okay. So, you know wasn't like a lightning round. It was like a rain round. Is that funny? You like that? That was not funny. All right. And so this next part of the, uh, the, <laughs> the podcast is it's kind of like we have trivia questions that somehow do with the questions we want to ask Bell Lab Track and Field. Okay. So usually it's like questions that have to do with you guys, but since we were so behind on planning this, I actually kind of like all the questions we did. We do. I, I'm talking it down. They're great. They're great. Okay. <laughs> so let's get into it. It's a trivia question and it has something to do with, a, you know, Yo, it's intuitive. Yes. It's intuitive. It's sort of intuitive. Um, Avery, here's what I've learned about Avery's process in creating, because uh, we usually do the questions separately, but I came over and we did them together. 
Avery, uh, his way of getting to an answer for like something that he's thought about is ridiculous. I love it though. So um, <laughs> some of these may not make a ton of sense. Like I was like researching the- this one thing and he goes, what about this? And I was like, huh? How did you think of that? <laughs> um, so if it doesn't make sense, we it's will my not fault. penalize you, but usually we do penalize guests $100,000. $100,000, but since you guys are nonprofit, just yes. like the NFL. Well, actually, they're not. So I know, they're not. That's why I put it, well, you guys can't so see we this, but tax. I had finger quotes. Yeah, a lot um, of quotes. I mean, a lot of uh, taxes will be. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so are you guys ready? Absolutely. Yeah, let's do it. This Australian animal starts out the size of a bean when born and weighs about one gram, but grows to 180 pounds. What animal is this? Kangaroo. <laughs> Kangaroo. Nice. Oh, is that right? Oh, boom. Yeah, kangaroo. Okay, you didn't write the answer to that. Oh, because it was obvious. Okay. Wasn't it? <laughs> no. I thought. It could have been. What, what is the other? There's so many animals in Australia, dude. It's like. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they can all kill you. I was actually thinking about it a couple days yeah. ago. Anyways. So, so, <laughs> so what this is, is, you know, this is one gram. That's not very big. All the way to 180 pounds. That's a lot of growth. A lot of growth. That's I a lot of growth. Okay. And so we're, we're, we're trying to just wondering, um, since you guys started in 2015, you're already here, you've sold thousands of dollars of jerseys into 32 countries. Um, how do you guys approach growth? And I know you've, you've said it was, you know, kind of like word of mouth stuff, but you know, what's kind of your thought process of, you know, taking this to the next level? Yeah. So obviously the, uh, the biggest growth that we had was when we went from Instagram to the website. Um, and really what we're trying to do is just grow the brand, not only through word of mouth, but then also, you know, through those sponsorships for like our athletes that, that we sponsored, trying to get them um, sponsorships. Um, we all think that they're well-deserving of it. Um, I'll go ahead and kind of pass it off to Brant for kind of the, the future goals here. Um, obviously, you know, we'd like to get more, more and more followers and um, more so though, I think the engagement is what we're really proud of and, and yeah. um, just conversations in the DMs. Yeah, definitely. Uh, going, growing forward, we're working on, we just came out with our first um, self-branded singlet. So before we were putting our logo on existing awesome. singlets. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Reed and I designed it. Um, so that was fun. It's fun designing with uh, your brother at times. And then other times you're like, they have conflicting uh, ends, but we did the logo, like we designed the logo ourselves. And then we have like graphic designers that we work with to kind of finalize it kind of fine-tune it because we're doing it on like we're doing on paint or um i mean i've got the adobe stuff but i'm not great with it so um uh, do you do the week free trial version every week for adobe because that's what i was doing (laughs) no i had a friend that's a graphic designer hopefully adobe's not listening and they kind of I've got a version of it. Yeah. Sure. I have the same thing, but then somehow my network key wasn't recognized probably because of uh, some yeah. issues on the back end. So now I'm free trialing every week. Yeah. Parts bit. Yeah. I can. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we're working on that. Um, we really, right now, those jerseys are made in Europe. Um, and we just did some, a sample run small enough because we wanted to get them in the pros hands before the trials. Um, and we're working with a factory right now in the U S cause we ideally we'd like to keep everything in the U S. Um, and so we picked out our fabric, uh, fabrics sourced from the U S hundred percent recycled. Um, and then the factory we're using is in the U S. Um, so that's coming down the pipeline. 
So th- this is like like legit legit. Like you guys. That's what I was gonna say. If you're working with factories, your minimums are probably pretty high. So you guys are. Pretty- yeah, we talked them down to three hundred is okay. the minimum. <laughs> good. Yeah, I mean that that's a solid amount if you can sell all of that, assuming your margins are good. Yeah. So yeah. what we want to do, or what my my idea is with Reed, I mean our idea is that we're gonna sell memberships to the Bell Lap Track Club. Um, 100 120 bucks gets you a jersey and you get access to the gear 12 hours before the drops nice. for the yeah. year so you you pay for the year you get a jersey and you also get um access 12 hours before the drops yeah i i i i love that move um just because i mean it's like you know like like look up you know like look around you i feel like every single every single company even like logan paul doing I know yeah. the company that I was interviewing for on Monday, like they have no business doing subscriptions, but they're like our biz- biggest business is subscriptions. It's it's legit. Yeah. It's I, I love that idea. I love that idea. Yeah. Especially if you, especially if it seems like you're making it worth it, you know. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing is with this that Reed and I didn't talk about um was that money that we get from anything that has the Bell app logo on, we take and we invest that back into the athletes. So right now we're sponsoring um six athletes where working on a seventh um, and we get them whatever gear they need. And we also try and get them um, uh, whatever, like if we can get them some money too, we try and do that. It, are, are those athletes on your website current? Yes. Okay. All but, all but John, we got, John did get a sponsorship through uh, mm-hmm. um, Under Armour, but yeah, we're still, we're still super tight with John. So we're really proud of him um, you know, and, and getting that sponsorship. Probably provided him the, uh, the necessary means to potentially get that sponsorship. So that's great. And yeah, Reed did a great job designing some custom singlets or custom spikes for, for John, which was really uh-huh. cool. We'll have to send you a picture of them. You guys have Trip Hurt is on the team, correct? Yeah. The down home Georgia boy. That's right. That's right. So, yeah. What well, 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 you guys say like custom spikes, I mean, what comes to my head is because like, let's be honest. Okay. Every single, pretty much every single company except for Adidas is now wearing Nike spikes and they're just painting them over completely. And so I feel like if you could like offer a service to make them not just like white, you know, because I know like the on team, they wear the, you know, the victory, yeah. whatnot. The victory. Oh, the dragonflies. Yeah. They were victories and dragonflies and like a, uh, you know, I think Brooks, Brooks might do it. I, I've seen it if Under Armour, I think does too. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that, that's what comes to my mind. I think that could be a cool lane. Yeah. And that's kind of what we've ended up doing with a, a couple of athletes here too. Okay. Um, just, yeah, exactly. So when we talk about like custom spikes, it's kind of like, it just makes John I think his we... own logo. So like the Nike sign was taken off and then like put his logo kind of over top. Like it was like a really clean looking spike. It ended up turning out really well. Perfect. Cool. Perfect. I, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you took my idea. That's good. <laughs> well, yeah, we do that. For, we do hundred pairs of dragonflies we have in the closet. Yeah, good for nothing, man. <laughs> we do that for all the uh, athletes. Like even before we had our own jerseys, uh, we would take the other brands off because our thing is, hey, if they're not paying you, why give them the free advertising? Because we want to promote them. We'll do social posts for them. Um, will highlight when they PR, highlight when they've got upcoming races and whatnot. And we want them to get exposure so that they can be signed by a, a bigger brand that's going to pay them more money than we, than we do. Right, right, right. Yeah. All right, well, 
That all sounds uh, fantastic. And the second question I have here is Thomas E. Clark, after he reportedly became dissatisfied with the performance of American athletes in long distance events since the 19, early 1980s, created what group? Uh, I would guess Atlanta Santa Trap Monica Club. Club. Oh. What did you say, Reed? I said Santa Monica. Oh, no. Uh, this, is, this is the Oregon Track Club. No, it's Sorry, sorry. Sorry, I said the Oregon Track Club. I meant well, the Oregon we, we messed that up. Anyway, we all got it wrong. We all got it wrong. <laughs> all right, so that's a fee for all of us. I have the answer on the screen, and I got it wrong. Yeah, so <laughs> what was the answer? Oregon Project. This is the Oregon Project. Yeah, really? Oh, well. That was back then? Okay. I didn't know. Well, he, he was just, since the 1980s. Oh. So he was like, yeah. we suck, so we're going to start this. Yeah. Um, gotcha. And so or, or, Oregon Project, it doesn't have to be about the Oregon Project necessarily, but you, it seems like, you know, you guys get some like high profile, um, I know recently the Bowerman Track Club and whatnot. Um, are, are these all like athletes like going right to you guys and, and how like, you know, important is keeping their identities, you know, secret? That's of the utmost importance. We, uh, we keep them anonymous. Uh, we never say like where we get the gear or who we get it from. Um, because it, it's important to keep them, you know, anonymous if they, uh, have some contractual obligations. Sure. And the other thing is, this is going to sound weird guys, but they, the people that buy this stuff, wear it. So they don't care if it's coming from, avery or zane it doesn't matter they wear it so like sure. we'll get somebody else somebody will spend seven hundred dollars on a singlet and we'll get a photo from them and they're doing the tokyo marathon and they're that's they're awesome. wearing it that's awesome that's also that's kind of like that one shoe store that was like that hype b shoe store in new york that made you wear them out of the store have you seen that so yes. they, the reselling wasn't great so people were like tiptoeing like <laughs> like on their yeah. heels trying to get out not to crease the front of the shoes oh yeah but yes i'm always a big believer and if you're gonna buy it and to have it as clothes you might as well wear it um i did see yeah. that that bowerman jersey fetched a pretty penny so i'm hoping that they give you some more uh some more gear in the in the future yeah for sure. The hat was the most surprising thing. I can't believe it. It was like the, $150 bucks for the hat. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. People, if, if there's a if there's a market for it, obviously. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And and and, and one thing I love about um, Bell Lap, which kind of peeps because I guess maybe like a few years ago, I just I, I got like the hype beast bug or whatever. I'm always like, look at the latest Yeezy drop, you know. I was like, what she was Kanye wearing, whatever, like that. And like, just like the culture behind, I guess, like scarcity, you know, yeah. or, or whatever that is, it's kind of fun. Yeah. You know, I mean, some people like to like talk down on it. It's like, oh, like, you know, like these collector shoes, like, oh, you pay that much for a shoe? Like, you know, you can easily get, you know, whatever these white New Balances for a fifth the price or whatever. But I mean, it, it's, it's, it's kind of like, like the price you get it from and what it's worth, like makes it, makes that value, like. Yeah. Adds, I don't know. It's just like. And also if it's value. worth it to you. I, I remember. Yeah. Now, it's funny that I just had this memory. I remember sitting on my bed when I was first running for UGA and like this kid somehow was getting like, had these connections to a lot of Kenyan athletes and Ethiopian athletes. And he was like getting gear from them, like their like speed suits and yeah. stuff. And was like selling them on Facebook because I didn't have Instagram until like two years ago. And um, 
it was great. Like I remember being like the whole night. I was like, man, I want to really buy like one of these. Like, I, know. I don't care how much they are. I kind of just want. I know, one. I know. Um, so I, I, I just think that's more so a good reflection of the sport overall. And I'm glad you're facilitating yeah, it. Agreed. Um, sure. I wish they would pay people more, but yes, I agree. Um, you want to do this next one? Since <laughs> my next question is freaking ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Ready for the next one? These are all kind of ridiculous. Um, what is the biggest endorsement deal in history? You can say the brand or the athlete. Are we talking running? No. Any sport. Overall. Any sport. I'd say it's got to be like McDonald's and the Olympics, right? Well, we're talking individuals, individual athletes. Oh. But that was great. I like how you thought real big there. That was That's probably the right answer <laughs> in a different context. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's gotta be, it's gotta be Jordan, right? Isn't that soccer? Isn't that sport? No, it's that sport. It is that sport. Jordan, Jordan may be a little too, uh, a little too early. Does LeBron have a lifetime uh, contract? LeBron's lifetime contract with Nike. That, he, I don't think that four. ever been released. He's he's number four, I think. Well, the, the answer is actually, um, it's Steph Curry with Under Armour. It was a forty-two million dollar endorsement deal. And I think I think it was just like 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 just like a singular um just like 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 a, like a singular year maybe not like an extended like promise or whatever but just like just in that space I don't know that's what Google said dude I like I like Curry but some of those shoes are trash Under Armour got to step that up <laughs> you heard it here Under Armour has the weirdest fan base of like people who they wear do. their gear do you remember when Under Armour first came out no dude the story <laughs> behind Under Armour is insane. Is it their owner is a weird dude? Well, because because I, I remember like like people would always ask like oh like it's kind of cold in soccer practice. Did you bring your Under Armour? And I was oh, like, sure. what are you talking about? Yeah. And it's just those like those, like like the tight condom like shirts yeah. and, and leggings. Like that was your Under Armour, you know? It's like, <laughs> dude, I want to say the story behind Under Armour was it got started in his garage and he pitched it to any given Sunday, and that's kind of where it was first seen. And they wanted to, they're like, awesome. We love this for the movie. Like get us this much product. And he's like, okay, well that'll be this much money. And they're like, no, like we're giving you free promo. And he's like, I'm not giving my stuff away for free. It's too nice. And they like paid him for it anyways. And that's how he got the money to move out of his mom's garage. Wow. Wow. That's pretty cool. I could be wrong on that. So you might well, want to fact I check me. It and so did our listeners. That's right. <laughs> and they will tell their friends and their yeah, friends will tell like, their friends. They're going to be like, did you know where I'm Yeah. Well, Have you seen the movie any given Sunday? <laughs> you know, soccer practice when it gets cold. <laughs> yes. No, the, condoms, get, the condom shirts. The condom, condom shirts. shirts. That's right. Yes. Uh, so great. Question? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, sorry. Anyway, so, so what, what, what we were kind of getting to like endorsement deal. Yeah. And so you guys sponsor your team. And I, I want to ask, I, I want you to kind of like, like, like think big. What's, what's like, let's say 10 years down the line, you know, everything with Bell Lab track and field goes literally best case scenario. What's, what's the dream with kind of like where you guys take, cause it kind of, cause it seems like the mission isn't selling jerseys. The mission is, you know, providing, pro- providing stuff for these pro athletes. So like, let's say everything goes perfect. What's the dream in 10 years? The, the dream would be to have something like 10 man got going on as far as like, you've got a fully sustainable team that pays for itself and the money from any revenue from that is reinvested back into the team. So, um, 
something like that to where we can help people pursue their dreams. Yeah, I mean, that sounds fantastic. I think Tinman has a great kind of uh, pipeline in terms of being able to do that. Um, they're kind of- you said, you said it, Zane. I mean, we're, they're taking guys that probably didn't even, some of them or most of them probably didn't even make NCAA nationals. And they're taking those, those guys that just don't want to give up and they're making USA TF finals. Um, I mean, you, yeah. you'd never, if I would have told you Reed Fisher was gonna, you know, make a USA TF final, yeah. you would have thought I was crazy. And I, I would have thought I was crazy too. My friend who I was speaking with over the, over the weekend, Henry Dwyer, um, he ran for Tenman for a little while. I mean, I, I think his story is, is pretty cool. Um, he was a 409 kid in high school, like one of the top milers in, in the country, um, and then went to UGA and ran 409 for the 1500 for three years. Um, and then started being coached by his high school coach again, ran 342 um, in the 15, and then just was given an opportunity by them. So, and made USAs a couple times. So, um, yeah, I mean, much, a lot of respect for Henry for sticking with it you know, but yeah, I think it's pretty cool how a lot of the times people just need support and that's, that's what it takes. Like if people cannot be on their feet for nine hours a day and have their feet up and, you know, and then train as hard as they possibly can, they're probably going to run faster. Um, <laughs> or if people aren't working, you know, 50, 60 hours a week, they're probably gonna be able to, you know, perform better. I, I, th I agree with that. You agree with that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it just, there's just so little of that in the sport where it's like everybody that we've basically talked to is like, even guys on, you know, Tinman like Jeff Thies, like works at the rec center. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy to me to think that there's like a 339 guy just like working as a lifeguard. And, and that happens. <laughs> I, I think, I think Dwayne Solomon even has a similar story. Like he was unsponsored for years. Yeah. And then he took him to the twilight zone. Then he took him to the twilight zone. Anyway. Dude, I love, I love Solomon for saying that and doing that. <laughs> that was zone. one of the crazy, he, I think he ran 211. <laughs> In the eight that day, after going out in like forty-four, that was that was that was like right when I got into this sport, you know. And I remember like turning on like, "Oh, USATF! Like, how is this?" And then I see Solomon just absolutely die, and I was like, "Is this how the sport always is?" <laughs> I think he went out in like one fifteen, four, maybe five. Yeah, but he was yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Anyway, Zane, what's your what's your first like? Uh, Avery said his first like one of his first track memories. What's your first like uh, pro track memories? That's probably so. I went to a, a high school here, like in the city, like way like right in downtown, where there's distance running is not a thing. Um, like I ran four fifteen one fifty two my my senior year of high school, and the next kid ran. 515, 222. Um, but I just happened to have uh, a coach who ran at Georgia Tech, um, who I would go before school and like talk to him about races or whatever. And he showed me the uh, 2004, 1500 between Garouge and Lagat, where they both closed in, you know, 146, the Olympic standard and the 800. Uh, and that's like my favorite race of all time. And actually the guy who came in third from Spain Closed the fastest out of all of them. He ran 145 or the last 800 meters. That's insane. So that's definitely my my favorite. Reed and I, Reed and I, like, we're talking with our dad a couple years ago, and we're like, we didn't even know professional track was a thing, like, in high school. We just thought people 
just showed up every fourth year and just were fast. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. I mean, that's probably what the general population thinks is that, you know, that these guys are just inherently super fast. No, seriously. Like whenever yeah. I tell anybody, it's like, oh yeah, I'm like training for the Olympic trials. Like, oh cool. Like I'll watch them on TV. And I'm like, you just skip a million steps. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Over a million actual steps. Yeah, you missed a yeah. million steps. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know. I remember in my, I think the first year I ever started running, I ran 428 for the mile. Um, and I told this like mom who like went to my high school, she's like, the Kenyans only run under five minutes. <laughs> I was like, um, no, I did that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it's, it's interesting. Um, it, there is like I, a large disconnect definitely from the like even just from the high school population of running who may be into running there's millions and millions of kids who run cross country and track and like maybe two or three percent of them could name a professional runner mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's what that's why i said like what tin man's doing for the sport and um you know bowerman does it too and and um naz and all, all of those in, in Atlanta track club, they all, they all expose people to professional track, but I just think that Tin Man does a better job of reaching an audience yeah. um, considering they're not, you know, they're not winning gold medals at the Olympics. Yeah, they do yeah. a great job. I mean, I think even people like uh, Spencer from the athlete special and uh, yeah. Ben Crawford are doing a great job. Yeah. Abe DeRave on TikTok, <laughs> uh, you know, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I want to say before we, this is, this is actually a good okay. tidbit before we get into the next question, I'm sitting here. I coach a little private school, uh, here. This is the first year they've ever had sports. We have four people on the team. Actually we have five. We have five people on the team. Um, and yesterday we're not associated with the, um, state federation. So that we're not with GHSA, which is the high school board or the independent school association. So we just do our own thing. Um, so yesterday I wanted to take them out to a race for the first time. They've never had that. They don't really understand pacing. Anyways, I said they could either run a 400 because the kids are complaining about distance or a mile. So the kid who ran a 400 yesterday just texted me. This is the, one of the greatest texts I've ever gotten. It says, Hey, I won't be able to make it tomorrow. I think I bruised my ribs from throwing up so much yesterday. Uh, <laughs> Zane, Zane, I got to ask, how'd you motivate the kid to go to the well like that? I don't even go to the well like that. So I know I, so this, so I'm always like, because they, they, we only have practice twice a week because they don't want to like stress the kids out. It's like a very hands-off sort of like arts theater school. And they, they've never really put their bodies through anything. I don't know if he really went to the well or if his body's just never experienced something like that before. <laughs> it was also like 90 degrees yesterday and we also, this is crazy. I didn't tell you this. On the way back, they give me a bus to drive. I do not have a license to drive this bus. Our bus, <laughs> the power steering and the brakes went out on Memorial Drive yesterday. And I whipped it into the uh, <laughs> parking lot. And we're just, it's like in the parking lot, like completely horizontal. Um, but I don't know. I just said, this is a race. This is as fast as you can possibly go. Um, and I gave him one other guy to race. Anyways, he, I, I, he threw up and he goes, is this normal? And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's pretty normal. Like, <laughs> no worries. I've done it. <laughs> and then um, he puked. I don't know. He puked for like 30 or 40 minutes, like a lot. <laughs> like, dude, this is like scary. I didn't know what to do. Like, he couldn't even like sit in the 
walk. Um, so like we walked back to the, the bus for a while and then I, I had to put the bus in neutral to like get the kids to push it. And he goes, <laughs> he was like saying, I can't push it. I gotta go, I gotta throw up. And I was like, dude, it's been like an hour. But um, anyways, I thought that was like a funny thing because I got that while I was sitting here. Um, this kid has is complained about uh, the first day of practice. I had two kids. One kid told me he tore both of his Achilles um, on just an easy run. And I was like, you're doing a pretty great job. And then this kid has told me he's got a stomach bug. He's broken his knee and now he has bruised his ribs from throwing up so much. Um, anyways, that was hilarious. And um, that team is freaking insane. Uh, all right. So... <laughs> Here is the next question. I cannot believe you sent me that. Um, okay, this says cultivated commercially in tropical and subtropical areas for its sweet, seedy fruit. This fruit is a pipo, a type of berry, <laughs> round to oval, either yellow or dark, purple at maturity, with a soft to firm, juicy interior filled with numerous seeds. <laughs> That's the worst question That's ever. the worst question. Also, <laughs> to give you a little clarity, ever. Drake released a song in 2017 to this oh. fruit that I'm uh, referring to. This is what Avery told me <laughs> no, to. I did not. This is... They okay. might, okay, let's just, let's just give I'm, them. I can, I I'm can... guessing pomegranate. Okay, that was close. It does start with a P, but it's not pomegranate. <laughs> when you say it, I'm going to be mad because I know it. I just can't think of it right okay, now. He, I was going to guess pomegranate. Here's what I was gonna say, but I I wasn't I wasn't I couldn't fact check this, but I saw it on Reddit the other day. It is the most nutrient dense fruit. We looked it up and we found that's false. Uh, Reddit's never wrong. Agreed <laughs> to the moon, baby. Internet is undefeated. Right. I'm I will just say it because okay, I just want to go through how. Reed, we, you gotta guess. You gotta guess, Reed. No, I, I was gonna guess pomegranate. I when you when you a said it was like a Drake song, I was like, I can get it. I'll give you another hint. The word fruit is in the name. P fruit. I, I'm, I'm done. I passed <laughs> out. It is, it is passion fruit. And what I want to say is we were, we were thinking about a question to ask and Avery just goes passion fruit. <laughs> no, said, well, because sure. because we were asking you guys a question about passion projects. Okay. And it kind of seems like this is kind of your passion project. So we were trying to think of how do we, how do we have the word passion in the answer? And I'll, and because I'm a genius, I was like, passion fruit. It's the most nutrient dense fruit. We couldn't fact check that. We couldn't fact check that though. Um, well, I am, I just switched off of the Anyways, uh, thing. Anyway, so we're, 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 we're getting back on track. We're off track right now. We got to get back on track. Okay. Passion project. So it kind of seems like you guys kind of like started this, you know, and you're really passionate about not making any money for it. So it's truly just like, you know, from like deep, deep within of, you know, of, uh, what you want to do you guys are working so much on this um kind of like talk about like, like like what it means to you and like how do you kind of still have motivation to do this five years in because passion projects a lot of times don't last five years so i think this is pretty cool well reed has to talk about the ledge a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah we go i would say i think uh i think the way the re one of the reasons it's sustained as long as it has is just because it's something that i can do with like my brother right so like we're there um, and then we're in different cities. I'm in Chicago, he's in Indianapolis. So it gives us kind of a topic of discussion, something to kind of drive for. And then I would say just the the athletes and the response that we get from them, whether it be our own Bell Lab athletes or the pros that we're helping, 
like the one story that I always tell people is we were selling for a, uh, a prominent um, athlete who was at like a bigger club. Yeah. And he reached out, it was around Christmas time. He's like, hey, this means the world to me. He's like, I am like Uber eating on like the weekends to make ends meet. He's like this, like in a year where we're not racing in 2020 and the way my contract or contract structured, he's like, this really like means the world. And I know he reached out with Brant, like kind of out of the blue and was like, hey, just as a heads up, like, thanks again. Like, I, I really appreciate what you guys are doing. So I think that that is, that's what kind of really drives us. And uh, knowing that, like, we, we do actually like kind of hearing that and knowing that we do kind of make a little bit of a difference um, in every day's life. I yeah, be, cliche, but definitely being able to help them out and see them at USA's or at a meet and they like walk up and like say what's up to you and, and really appreciate you or after the meet, they invite you out to, for beers with the boys or whatever. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And, and, I, and it's, I feel like me and Zane can kind of relate to that, you know. Um, we were I like, will say. Go for it. Plug in. Go for it. <laughs> Thank you. So oh, I was just going to say, so we talk about, like, not doing stuff for, uh, for free. The one thing, you know, when they try to, like, say, like, hey, take a cut, um, we're always just like, hey, come find us, like, at Olympic Trials or at, like, USA's and, like, pick up a, a bar tab. And they always agree, but little do they know that, uh, you know, we can, we can get after it. Avery and I are of age and hopefully we'll be at the trial. So we will take you up on that. Um, <laughs> I have it. a lot of Georgia tech Russell gear. If you guys are, I know you don't have a lot of Russell on your page. I, I bet you don't have any. There's no Russell athletics. So <laughs> you, there's a space that you may not. Yeah, have covered. Yeah, yeah. Also, that's, that's what I mean to ask you guys. Have you guys ever thought about doing uh, collegiate stuff? Cause so with collegiate like we the ncaa rules like scare us like we don't want to sell something for avery when you were at georgia tech and get you in trouble with like the ncaa now i don't know how the rules start changing in the future i mean Um, like after graduation because like because like after i graduated i did a giveaway on instagram that was somehow did absolutely insane just for my georgia tech tech gear so like, like there's an interest for that stuff and I know I know people do that, but like like once you're graduate, I think it's free reign, you know. Yeah, I, I I think the other thing is you don't get nearly as much college gear that's running specific as sure. you do when it's like a contract with Brooks or Nike or Adidas or whatever. Like you'll get stuff that says Georgia Tech, but it's not always what our audience wants is something that says Georgia Tech track and field or Baylor track and field. Um. Something that they can't get anywhere else. That says Georgia Tech. Long sleeve Russell Polo. (laughs) The size is small, go down to your knees. So if you have any people who are about seven and a half feet tall, but also are small up top, that would be perfect. And the collar is also about six inches thick. (laughs) (laughs) Does it come to a point like the seven? I I wore that for – because. did we talk about this in the podcast? We talked about this last week, but Georgia Tech reached out to me to ask to uh, announce the track meet last week um, here. And then I I asked Avery to come out and uh, I wore that just to be like a little bit more professional. And I felt like an idiot the whole time because Russell is 
if anybody from Russell is listening, your products are horrible. And <laughs> I have spoken with the athletic director at Georgia Tech directly about your products previously to them being sponsored by Adidas. Big win. Big win. Of course, after all of everybody's gone. Oh, you were there. No, I got, I, 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 I'm almost positive I hold the collegiate record of all sports of having the most gear in a career. <laughs> I've, I'm almost confident because because the thing is is like is like is like whenever you like did well in the season, yeah, um, they just give you more. They gear. give you more. When I say yeah. more gear, like they give you like a suitcase full of yeah. gear, you know. And, and so yeah. at like regionals and nationals and whatnot. At UGA, if you like made it to postseason meets, we would get like three duffel bags worth of stuff. Yeah, but I'm such a dude. I mean, I was like, I hate UGA, and so I gave away all of my gear to this one girl that I dated for like two weeks after I transferred. It's a good idea. And now she's married. God. <laughs> Anyways, this is kind of showing my age. Dude, Russell, Russell just did a. Uh, we were talking about hype beast. Russell just did a collaboration with uh, Hugo Boss. I know we saw that. Did you send Boss? that to me? Oh no, uh, yeah. Andre sent that to me. Yeah. Oh, is that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Andre sent that like video to me. Wow. There was there was like What's a bunch like? of like really wealthy influencers in that video. Yeah, it was really weird, and they're wearing Russell athletics. Also, Andres then proceeded to tell me like the history of Hugo Boss. It is a strange company. Because um, Hugo Boss sounds like a Batman villain, you know? It, they kind of are villains. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I know we, we've kind of spoken about this already, the next question, like kind of. This is just say because it's kind of funny. Okay. Um, because it's also equally as impossible. Yeah, I it is equally so Avery and I were going through these. He told me like all these things, and I was like, what do you want the answer of these questions to be? Well that, that's how I <laughs> let, let, we'll just do it, we'll get it over with. Okay, so am I gonna read this? Because this is gonna be so embarrassing. You read it. Okay. Um this is a lyric from a song. Um you have to say it to the beat. Yeah. Living at my mama house, we'd argue every month. I was trying to get it on my own, working all night, traffic on the way home, and my uncle calling me like, where you at? I gave you the keys, told you, bring it right back. I just think it's funny how it goes. Now I'm on the road, half a million for a show. Did I, I did that pretty well. I mean, it's probably impossible, but yeah. Yeah. You want to give us the, we can give you the artist. Oh, you're going to yeah, give us the artist? What, we're guessing the name of the song? Yeah, because you guys have any clue? I, I was sing, I was I trying to like no, sing I along with the song, but I can't. Think about it. I think it's Drake, isn't it? Yeah, Drake. It is yeah, Drake. It was Drake. Yeah. That was low key gonna be my guess, but I was like, I feel that's too obvious. Da, 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 no, da, da, we da, like da. to provide um, a lot of Drake. Uh, Every question. Yeah, we like yeah. Somehow this episode. I was really hoping that it would be a ludicrous one because when one of my buddies flew into Atlanta, like, I guess it was two years ago now, it had a big picture of ludicrous and it said like entrepreneur. Luda has really come up. <laughs> it's killed it. Like when you come into Atlanta, you're like, wow, all these rappers are like, he has a, he actually has a restaurant in Hartsville Jackson airport called chicken and beer, which was one of his songs, which was, is super cool. So. <laughs> That's a little awesome. Banneker High School down in South Atlanta. Shout out. Shout out. Well, it's uh, started from the bottom, now I'm here. I think it's just called started from the bottom. Started from the bottom, but started from the bottom, now I'm here. Now yeah. my whole game's here. So that was going to, we were going to ask you kind of how you guys got your start, but you kind of answered that question earlier. 
but now we know that you do know indeed that that was Drake. Yeah. And that you that you also know about Ludacris. You also know about Ludacris now. <laughs> the Atlanta airport. From the Atlanta airport. So, yeah, this, this podcast is kind of devolving a little bit. No, it's not. It's not? Okay. Okay. We're good. Um, <laughs> but anyways, I mean, if you guys want to talk a, a, just a little bit, you can shout out anybody that you want um, here now since we've already answered this question. Um, I think it'd be a good time to like, just kind of talk about like your pitch for Bell Lap um, and to like get people interested. And we'll obviously provide like the link in the description to your website and all that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, like what, what is your elevator pitch for, for Bell Lap? All right, I'll go ahead and go. Um... Well, actually, I'll do the shout outs, Brent. You can do the elevator pitch. So I'm going to shout out, uh, I'm gonna shout out our, uh, our athletes that we sponsor right now. So there's Brianna Thomas. Um, she's a 4'2 girl. Um, it's going to be Annie Kuntz. So she's a, uh, a multi. And then we got Trip Hurt in the 15, kind of 5K. Um, we got Dave Kinzera, who's 400 hurdles and uh, uh, high hurdles. And then um, it's going to be uh, Tim Duckworth, who... Uh, is multis too as well, and then uh, uh, Tori Gerlach, um, Steeple, and then um, also um, it's going to be Christine Thorne and Steeple too as well. Nice. So and then shout out, yet, go, go them out, shout out Eric Sawinski for rocking our jersey last weekend. That was nice of him. Yeah, that, that was dude awesome. races yeah. more than any human that's ever been a track it's insane so much respect (laughs) for him so much respect every single week he's been doing this for a long time too he's consistent yeah and when 145 indoor pr yeah wait recently yeah Yeah, this year season opener this year pr'd indoors i didn't know that that shout out to eric sawinski yeah he's been at it he is a veteran he's the man he's the man good for him shout out well yeah the the elevator pitch is uh (laughs) hey we're just trying <laughs> you guys killing me right now that's sorry <laughs> no uh the elevator pitches hey uh what we do is we sell pros gears gear we give them back 100 percent of the proceeds if you're interested in this go ahead and send it over to us we'll put it on our website we'll take photos we'll ship it we'll take care of all the money and then we'll venmo you or um zell you or paypal you back uh, all the proceeds minus the shipping costs Cool. Yeah. And also like the stuff on their website is super cool stuff. Like it's not just like regular t-shirts and all that. Like it's like pretty limited. You get all sorts of stuff. Like yeah. The ice the, vest. The ice vest. Can I mean, we talk about that before or after? No, we talked about that. Good. Good. Um, that was good. There's jerseys, there's hats, vests, half tights, half tights and shorts, a lot of socks. There was a BTC sample type rare. on there. Rare. Very rare. Almost as rare as the Pokemon cards that I found and sold last two days ago. I, I heard I heard recently you know through the through the grapevine that you're now worth two hundred thousand dollars because of that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of Pokemon cards. <laughs> um anyways, but Avery, you know what we forgot to do? The number, dude. <laughs> well we, yeah, we, we we didn't answer any questions this week because you know the uh, the gatekeeper of the questions um, was busy or whatever. <laughs> um, but, but normally we, uh, answer your guys' questions. The pocket number six, four, six, seven, eight, zero, nine, two, one, eight. So 
I played that last time. Plug it again. 646-780-9218. And thank you so much, Bell Lab, for coming on the podcast. Um, we really enjoyed this. You know, yeah, a lot of times we have, we have athletes, but I, I love to get Instagram pages and people doing, you know, other things to, for the sport. And I think you guys are doing a great thing. And I'm really excited we could talk to you. Absolutely. I think 2020 has been a 2020 to 2021 has been a great year for growing the sport. And this is definitely a huge help. So I do appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. On that note, thank you guys so much for listening.